Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Good and so good. Thank you this morning for the for leading us in worship. We'd keep doing that all morning. We need but I think we'll release you at this point. Okay. I know you had one more song though, didn't you? No? That was the last one? Oh, okay, good. Well, thank you so much. And thank you, Lord. And I was going to have prayer for the world after the message, but we went the direction I believe the Lord wanted us to. And uh, those prayers, they join, like I said, with the prayers of people all around the world. I'm seeing that more and more, as I said. Oh. And we pray in English. And you saw there that Jill prayed in English. Um, he also prayed in the spirit. Unless that was French. I don't think it was French. Is that what you speak in Cameroon, French? Among others, yes. Among others. But they all come together. And... As their Holy Spirit-led prayers, they all are orchestrated. There's an orchestration for what's coming forth in the world today. And it's very important to pray. We're ministers of prayer, prayer ministers. All of us are. And... Um, we're all spirit-anointed ministers. If we receive Jesus Christ as our Savior and His Holy Spirit to dwell within us, we're anointed of God to be His ministers. And in these days of great surrounding darkness, God has called every one of us to be His ministers of light, life, and love in the world and in the very places that He has us planted you were born for now. You were born for now. It's not an accident that you are alive 
and here on this earth right now. It's not an accident. Your time, the exact date of your birth, exact date of your birth, the Lord knew. The Lord knew the days of our birth, all of us, and that we would be here now in the midst of what's going on now. You know, throughout our lives we've seen things, but right now is when we're living. This is March 6, 2022, right? So this is when we're living, right now. And I believe that even in the midst of a lot of chaotic things, and we hear that, we know what's going on in the world. I actually had a couple quotes again. Maybe I'll read part of this letter. We received this this week from Pat Robertson. I think most of you know him. He says, each year I make it a practice to set aside time at the end of the year to inquire of the Lord for the year ahead. This year I spent a few days in the mountains of Virginia in one of the most intensive seasons of prayer that I've ever had in my life. He's 91 years old now, I believe. During my prayer retreat, I believe I heard from the Lord, and I want to share this with you. As you know, this world is in a state of chaos. And I believe the financial future of major nations of the world is going to into a tailspin. But, and this is in cat or in bold letters, but in 2022, there is nothing, there is something good for those of us who know the Lord. Back in ancient Egypt, there was a time of great chaos. Plagues came on the land, and there were frogs, there were gnats, there, there was hail, crops were being destroyed, animals were dying. But the Bible says in the land of Goshen, God's people were protected. And this is underlined. God, the Lord, spared his people in the middle of chaos. And this is all in bold letters. I believe that God is going to spare his people in this year ahead. You and I are going to see a great move of God. I believe God is going to put his spirit on every single person. God is going to reveal to you wonderful things you perhaps never knew before. Specific things God has spoken are coming to pass. So be encouraged, there will be problems, but God's control, he controls whatever goes on in the world and it's absolute, and is absolutely sovereign. There is no limit to his power, his mercy, and his love for you. Jesus said, in the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. And this in bold letters, I am urging you in this new year to put your hope and trust in the Lord. He is worthy of your confidence and he will never fail you. The Bible tells us in 2 Chronicles 69, for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro through the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal toward him. The eyes of the Lord and his anointing of favor are upon you. 
If you know Jesus as your Savior, you belong to him and he is your protection and shield. But his anointing is upon you. Pat Robertson shared there. And that's what I'm saying today, that God's anointing is upon you to be his minister of light, of love, of life to those people around you in this world, in the midst of all the chaos, all the darkness, in this world, no matter what comes, he is there and we are with him and he is in us and he will protect us. But we are his ministers in the midst of this darkness as it grows darker in the world. His light shining through us gets all the stronger. And we're not to, as, as Dan was sharing a few weeks ago, you know, we're not to discontinue what we're doing. Where we are planted, we're to continue to be his people right here, right now, in this time, in this hour. Um, when Dan was sharing a few weeks ago, I thought of a quote of, maybe you mentioned this, I don't think so, Francis of Assisi. Um, and, and thinking of the time, is it the time of the Lord's return? I mean, how much time is there? Some people think that way in times like this. But this is a, st a story about St. Francis. There were two men who had walked for days and days, trudging up and down the hills and along the Italian roads. They had come through much, through storms, um, and they had even had potential bandits trying to rob them as they came. But all this the men gladly endured just to ask a question of the saintly friar St. Francis, who, re who was renowned throughout Europe for his godliness and wisdom. At last they came upon him, bent over working in his garden. Francis of Assisi was hoeing a row of beans. I thought he was planting a row of carrots, but maybe as the story went through it. But anyway, hoeing a row of beans. The pilgrims bowed respectfully to the friar and then asked them their question. What would you do right now, Francis, if you knew that this was the last day of your life? Francis paused for a moment in his work, wiping his brow. The men waited patiently for his answer. Finally, he said to them, I would continue hoeing this row of beans. And so that's what we're to do. We're to continue on. But we need to know that we're anointed of God. Now that's something I mentioned a few weeks ago that has been kind of like a slogan for us here is that every believer is a minister. I mentioned a, a message, and I have it right here. This was February of 1986. February 23, 1986. Every believer a minister. And that was probably the first time that I actually had a message on this. 
but it's it's something that we've talked about and you are ministers you're ministers of God's life of his his love and of his light you're ministers of God um just before this message a few weeks before that Joyce and I and by the way Joyce gives her love to you she's dealing with the same thing I was last week uh, last Sunday my voice sounded like a foghorn and uh, I was feeling pretty good but just my voice was not there and that's what Joyce is experiencing but she's with us online and she said say hi and give give her love to you all but we had been on a trip to a conference and someone at the conference said this and I had written it down it was a, a prophetic word that I quoted in this message those years back um, just as the Jews expected Jesus to come differently than how he in fact did come so also the great revival, awakening, and outpouring of God's Spirit in the days ahead is coming, not like some would expect, but it will come through the work of the ministry of every believer. There is coming a restoration of the truth of every believer a minister and of the saints doing the work of the ministry. And it's by God's power. It's not by mine. It's not by yours. It's his power working through us. It's not our natural ability and power. Um, what Jill was doing just this morning wasn't his own ability or power. He was anointed by the Holy Spirit, and he led us in a very important prayers. And... Um, we believe we're going to be hearing reports, too, of those that we prayed for this morning, good reports. Ministry, serving others, is to be done by God's grace and blessing and favor. And it's his love, light, and life flowing through us. Uh, Zechariah 4, 6, and 7. Peter's going to help me out here. Uh, this morning we'll do that first scripture. And so he answered and said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel you shall become a plain, and he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. So it's not by our own might or power. And that's the thing. We are ministers of God, but it's not on our own power and strength. And it's all by God's grace. And when there's mountains in the way, it's grace, grace we speak to them. It's not our own effort. Mountains in your life today. It's the grace of God. And as we sing, nothing is impossible. But it's his ability in us. Let's do the 2 Corinthians 3 to 5 New Living. It is not that we think we are qualified to do anything on our own. Our qualification comes from God alone. He has enabled us to be ministers of his new covenant. And we're going to move right along here this morning in these scriptures. And here we see now 
Jesus' commission to all believers. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in both heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. This is our commission. This is to all of us, to every believer. We're going to see it now in Mark 16, 15 through 20. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. And we're still in that commission, under that commission from our commander, Lord Jesus Christ. And he has chosen and ordained us and appointed us See, these are truths about us as his ministers. John 16, 15, verse 16. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go forth and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give to you. So he chose us, appointed us, that we would go forth and bear fruit. This is to the whole body of Christ. Those that are with us online, we speak that to you as well. And um, this was God's ordination. You are ordained of God. And he knew that before the world even began, that you would open your heart to him, you would receive him, and you would be his minister in 2022, in this hour of history of the world. Jeremiah 1, starting verse 5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctify you, and I ordained you to be a prophet to the nations. But then said I... But Lord, behold, I can't speak, for I am but a youth. But the Lord said back to me, Do not say that I am just a youth, for you shall go to all whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. And the Lord put forth his hand, and he touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Now we are in Jeremiah. We're whoever we are. You are whoever you are. But I believe this applies to you as well. For you now. We didn't live when Jeremiah did. He had his time. I mean, he was in that place and time. He was called of God. 
to speak God's truth and bring his life, light, and love to that time. We are now in this time. But we're ordained, we're appointed of God um, that said, before you were born, I sanctified you that my side margin says, set you apart, part, I appointed you. Um, then I said, ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak for I'm a youth. I'm too young. I remember my roommate and I in college, we were looking at that. and we, The, the Hebrew there is, the, the word is N-A-A-R, and I do not know how you're supposed to pronounce it normally, but we just called, we just use Nayar. And uh, even through these years now, this is like 50 years later since we were in college together, Chuck is now in uh, near Linden, Washington. And uh, uh, when we greet each other, we sometimes say, Nayar, because that's the word, N-A-R, we called each other Nayar, because at that time we thought we were too young to be ministers. We agreed with Jeremiah. But see, now maybe you think we're, we're too old. I don't know. But the thing is, no matter where we are, well, God said, well, he said to God, I'm a, I'm a youth. But then the Lord said, do not say, I am a youth. I am an AR. And so we would kid each other like that. You're not an AR. I mean, don't say that. You be God's minister. Okay. We're to be ministers bringing God's good news. 2 Corinthians 5, starting at 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All old things, they've passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses back to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation for all. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. So we are ministers of reconciliation. That's We have the word that can help people have peace with God and get reconnected with him where sin has separated them. We are all those ministers. We are ministers of reconciliation. And we are ambassadors for Christ. Right where we are, right where we're planted, the spheres of influence in our families, in the workplace, in the schools, wherever we are, we're ambassadors for Christ. And God has given five-fold ministry gifts to the church. Jesus brought these forth. Apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. Um, that's what is, a, is such a blessing to me is we have others that are behind here on Sunday mornings that bring different flavors of those ministry gifts as they're standing here in that anointing of that, of the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. You can see those things coming forth. And as we pray for them as they speak, it draws that anointing out of them. It draws it forth. There's a lot of different kinds of anointings. 
and a lot of, of different combinations of ministry gifts. Jill was, was flowing in one of them this morning. Jill was. Lots of different kinds. But let's read that from Ephesians 4, 1 through... This is the Holman Christian Standard Bible through 13. And he personally gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and others teachers, for the training of the saints in the work of ministry to build up the body of Christ, until we have all reached the unity in faith and in the knowledge of God's Son, growing into a mature man with a stature measured by Christ's fullness. Okay, let's read that in the Message Bible, Peter 2. He handed out gifts of apostle, prophet, evangelist, and pastor-teacher to train Christ's followers in skilled servant work, working within Christ's body, the church, until we are all moving rhythmically and easily with one another, efficient and graceful in response to God's Son, fully mature adults, fully developed within and without, fully alive, just like Christ. And so that's where we're moving together and growing together. Um, and then as I bring this to a, a close today, Ten Strike Community Church, who are we and what we see? What do we see? Well, as a local church, a church family, we give ongoing attention and teaching toward who and what we are in Christ and then sharing these truths with the people around us, all of us ministers of that. Our goals, focus, and vision, as I mentioned, our slogan we've had is every believer is a minister. We have a symbol of a lighthouse, that light going forth to the nations. So we're planted locally, but we also send forth to different places around the world, and we're actively involved in that right now. Um, I don't know if we have that cross image that, that Kathy made a few years ago. Um, if we do, you can have that show of that. I'm not sure if I remember. It may not be there. I'm not sure. But we'll, we'll just move on to the next part there anyway. We could maybe show it later too. I'm trying to remember what it was from when I but our mission statement, our, I, you could almost call it our GPS, God's positioning system for us, connecting people to God, connecting people to people, connecting people to service. And we notice the acrostic there, to God, that starts with a G, to people, that starts with a P, to service, that's an S, so it's GPS. GPS is short for global positioning system and it has become a highly used and integrative part, integrative part of our world, we know. And it's reliant on earth circling satellites and ground stations. And as we continue to focus on our TCC vision, Together as a church family, God will align and position us for what he has planned for us in the days ahead. And what we see is this thing of every believer or minister just rising stronger and stronger. 
You know, I've shared, you know, I've reached a, a place in ministry myself, Joyce and I. By the way, we were thinking about it this morning. I think this might be the first time on a Sunday morning, maybe not, but we couldn't think of it another time when Joyce wasn't here with me on a Sunday morning. This might be the first time. <laughs> Thank you, Joyce, for that faithfulness. But, but we see the younger generations rising up and taking their places, and you are. And so keep at it, younger generations, rising up and taking your place. Um, as you know, that's, that's what's on the heart of us who are older is, to, yeah, we'll continue mentoring and being examples too. We're not leaving, we're a part of you. But we see you as, as taking that part strong. You've been a part of the church all along, but there's changes as time goes on. But as we continue to focus on our vision together as a family, we will align and position ourselves with the Lord as we stay on track with his GPS for us, you know, what he has for us. And I believe connecting people to God, to people in service is a good handle for that. And we'll be in the right places, positions at the right times as individuals and corporately as well. And we will be aligned with God's positioning system for us. And his, this system, it isn't reliant on satellites, but on the Spirit of God himself who dwells within, a, within us as believers, and we are his ground stations. Um, and that integrative thing, I've kind of mentioned it before in the body of Christ as around the world, but it's true as a local body too. Merriam-Webster Dictionary describes integrative as something that combines two or more things to form or create something, making something a part of another larger thing, making a person or group part of a larger group or organization. And the Holy Spirit is aligning us as individual parts of TCC uh, with each other. And as we yield ourselves to him, he sets us in our places. He is also aligning us, TCC, with the larger body of Christ and with all who will yield to him. He's aligning us to flow in a great work of God in this hour, right in the middle of all the chaos and disorder. You could underline that or embolden the letters. He is aligning us to flow in a great work of God in this hour, right in the middle of all the chaos and disorder. There will be that coming ahead. But we can be those ministers of life and love and light right in the midst of it. Amen? Let's say amen real strong. Amen. There's something about it when we voice together too. So a great work of revival in the church and a great work of awakening among unbelievers and a great harvest of souls in the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what's before us. Thank you, Lord.
We're all parts, and we can do this together. We're doing it together. And uh, that's the thing, we're all different. We all have different parts. You know, I think you know that, you know. You know, it's not everyone that's, that is going to be doing whatever. We'd be in a terrible place if I was the one this morning that was doing the sound or projection. I tried projection once. I think I told you this. I, I gained great respect for the people in that sound booth that morning when I was doing that. And then the recording, John does the recording. People, it's both available audio too. You can hear it audio. Some of you have longer drives to work and so forth. Well, you can listen, uh, you know, to services, messages. Like some of these, uh, the recent ones, I've been wanting to, even if I was here, I went home and then later on I listened to them. Again, audio, a lot of times on the audio. Uh, so we thank God for all the parts. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. And we give it all to you. We see you just renewing that word that every believer is a minister. And we receive it today. And everywhere, that, every place that we go, we know we're ministers right here in church, during the worship service, even ministering unto you in worship. But then we minister to one another and during our fellowship meals and times. Lord, we thank you for that in Jesus' name. I do have a few announcements that I'll make here just before we close off. Um, continue your prayers for Ukraine and the world. Um, we are having a lunch today, taco salad. So we ask you to stay, stay for lunch. We can share and minister to one another there. And then the movie, Sabina. I've seen the movie. Uh, just a little word of clarification. Two weeks ago when we gave, showed the trailer, that was actually from the movie, Tortured for Christ. That was the first movie. Last week, I believe it was, we showed um, the trailer from this movie that we're showing today, that's Sabina. And this is the prequel, the story before that, what happened on that one. And I saw it, and let me tell you this, it's not for fun entertainment, it's for life change. And that's what you will experience as you watch this movie. It'll do something, it'll change your life, I believe. It really touched my heart. It really did. Uh, next Sunday, what happens to our time next Sunday? Spring ahead, right? We spring ahead an hour next week. So uh, move it ahead so you're not here an hour late, right? <laughs> fall is always a lot easier, right? <laughs> and fall back. 
Um, Wednesday, Joyce and I will be teaching on Jesus, our healer. This Wednesday also, at, uh, there will be the kids' ministry at 6 o'clock, also youth ministry, youth group meeting at 6.30. This week now, Scott and Cindy Davis, it will be this Wednesday, we'll start the adult Bible class, a faith-building series. Uh, and so that will begin this week. I think that is, okay, let's see. For our giving, we, those of us that are here, we have boxes in the back where we give our tithes and offerings. Those of you watching online can give by sending through the mail to box 67 10 strike to us or go to the website and you can do it that way. But Lord, we, we do thank you in these times when even as Pat Robertson was saying, chaos in the financial realm too. Well, Lord, we want to be faithful to you in giving of our tithes and offerings to you. And we believe that you will supply, supply our need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Amen? Amen. We thank you, Lord, for that. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. The Lord is here. We know that you're here, Lord. Why'd you say that? And we just need we just need to remind ourselves, remind each other. God told us as we read this morning, he would never leave us or forsake us. He's always with us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's cut the... Let's Cut the live stream a minute here and we'll say goodbye to everybody there. And let me know when you're ready there. <laughs>